Hey everybody, welcome to the It Shouldn't Be This Hard podcast. My name is Josh. And my name is Austin. And Austin, it's another week. It's another week. It is. Believe it and or not, gonna, it is another week. Yeah, we're going to talk. Hey, we're alive. It's what a time to be alive. Yeah. Sure. You and yours versus me and mine. Are we talking okay. teams? Are we talking teams? Okay. <laughs> hey i have a question for you okay um so jamie and i were driving up this week to uh go to our i believe it's our niece's i think it was our niece's christening on sunday so we had to go to church and you know all that fancy yeah get all fancy dress up go to church pretend like i care um uh about god not 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 family about god like Pretend I love, like I I love family. I love family. I love family. It's the other stuff that I have to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> so Jamie and I are driving up the road, and first she's like, we see like a road sign, like a street sign that said like Blackfoot Road or some shit like that, or Black Ankle. It was Black Ankle Road, and Jamie's like, how do they come up with names for like? You know, streets back in the day. And I said they probably knew some dude, and he was like. Yeah, the dude got black ankle. Yeah, this black ankle road. <laughs> like, it's just weird <laughs> fucking names, you know? And then we passed a, a, a town that was called Seagrove. And I was like, well, how the fuck did they name this Seagrove? It's not near a fucking sea. <laughs> it's not. It's like, it, it, what, what, you know, what the fuck are the names? Then Jamie's like, hits me with the, well, how did they make maps back in the day? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. I, I assume that they, you know, atlas or whoever you know atlas maps like got in contact with like the dod for north carolina and they you know got a map and then they put it in a book and like all that shit and jamie's like (laughs) jamie's just like well uh you know horse and buggy did they just drive around in horse and buggies and draw it and i was like i doubt it was that intense (laughs) so this led to the question of this um i said you know, you have the Google Maps drivers now, right? Yeah. These Google Maps drivers, they drive all over the country. That's all they do. Yes. They just drive in their area. Just, that's all they do. Do you think those Google Maps drivers drivers feel like Christopher Columbus when they find a new road? Well, I doubt it. <laughs> it's like, they're like, this is uncharted territory. <laughs> I mean, you probably have, like, the the nerds that get super excited. There's just some guy. He's out there, like, just, oh, if I find a new road today, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, you know, discovering a new civilization, but, I mean. I mean, you know, it's it's a small victory. I guess, if that's your thing. I mean, if if all you do is drive in a car, you know, with that takes pictures of roads... And maps out roads. That's kind of be like the pinnacle. I mean, you got to be careful with that, though. Because if you drive up and down the same road, and all of a sudden there's a new road that leads off of it, I mean, it could be take you on a magical adventure. <laughs> like fucking Mary Poppins and shit. Yeah, I mean, you never know. <laughs> you got to be careful with that shit. <laughs> he just drives down the new road. It's like fucking <laughs> Twilight Zone. <laughs> it's just like, where does this road lead? 
All of a sudden, you're in Narnia. <laughs> Mr. What's his name? Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. What? How did you get here? <laughs> uh. Did you did you see when uh oh what's his face uh what's his name J- James McElroy, uh yeah Mac Mac McElroy, so he hosted Saturday Night Live a few weeks ago yeah and they did a skit of because he was that half fawn half human thing yeah yeah uh in the Chronicles of Narnia movies and so they did one where like these girls wandered into the uh, into Narnia somehow and yeah. found him and then kept trying to p- proposition him into having sex with them. <laughs> He's all like, no, this is really awkward. You know, I don't, you know, I, I don't do that. You know, I appreciate you guys coming to see, you know, just kept going on and on. And yeah. then, uh, one of the, uh, the kids from the lion, the witch in the wardrobe comes out, like puts his hand on his shoulder. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it, it was, <laughs> It was it was actually super funny. You know, Saturday Night Live is one of those shows now where they'll have like a couple funny skits, but it's like I I. But then again, I guess back in the day, it was a lot of hit and miss too. It's it's always been it's always hit and miss. It's because the ones that were hits, yeah, like were just became big deals. You know, back then, yeah, and not and it's just that's what we remember as Saturday Night Live. Because we'll watch it and we'll laugh our ass off at some of the stupid yeah. stuff. Some of them aren't very funny, but not all of them yeah. were, even back then. Yeah, that's the thing, is I think there's, like, I think the, like, when you think about Saturday Night Live, when you first started watching it, and I think everybody has a cast that is, like, yours. Like, you would say, that's my cast. Like, I grew up on this cast. Like, yeah. Chris know? Farley, Adam Sandler. Yeah, exactly. Like those would be like and even my into cast, Will Ferrell like, and stuff like that. That became yeah, that was yeah. that was ours. Yeah, and then but, but then just think, is there was even people back then that said that it wasn't as good as it used to be. Yeah, like, like it wasn't as good as when never Bill as good. was there. And <laughs> yeah, it's never as good as it used to be. Yeah, that's so funny. It's though. like this cast now. Yeah, in the future, it's never going to be as good as these guys were. You know. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know. There's there I mean, fuck, are funny got, skits on here. You do have Keenan that's been on there for like 15 years. He's the longest running staff, uh, um, or cast member. Yeah, cast member like in the history of the show. And that, that kind of breaks my heart because guys like Phil Hartman who were there for a really long time, or Tim Meadows that was there for like a really long time. Uh, and, and Keenan is the longest cast member, and I don't think that Keenan's not funny. I think he is funny, but, but this dude has literally lived his entire life in on sketch comedy, on sketch comedy, like yeah, literally uh, yeah, all that, since he was like eleven. <laughs> all that Keenan and Kel, and then this. Yeah, I mean that's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, nobody has a career like his. And if you would ask me back when I was a kid, well, like I was a kid, kid, but I was I always thought Keenan was funny or Kel was funny. I always thought Kel well, was funny. Keenan's very funny, but Kel was that over the top funny personality. He was the one yeah, that yeah. threw it in your face. Where Keenan was a lot more subtle. Yeah, he's like um, the straight man to yeah, yeah. But he's still really funny. Like, <laughs> oh man, don't get me wrong. Like, there's certain things that that Ke- uh, Keenan does on, like when he does, 
the Steve Harvey like family Family Feud shit. I, I fucking think that's hilarious. I I hate Steve Harvey, but yeah. his impression of Steve Harvey is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the the one where it was Family Feud and it was Chance the Rapper? was on there i didn't see that one though no. <laughs> that was like that was a great episode uh, well, that was a good one because he plays he's like he's like a illegitimate child of steve harvey <laughs> it's a chance the rapper's like what's up player <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's actually pretty funny um but yeah i think yeah I, even if we go back and watch you know our cast you would probably watch that whole episode and be like okay there's like three really funny skits yeah in this whole episode. Yeah. There's never been a perfect for, episode. For every van down by the river, there was, you know, <laughs> some turds. Yeah, exactly. For every Chippendales, there is. <laughs> okay, anything Chris Farley was in was awesome. Yeah, probably. We should just, I, we should just put that. <laughs> One Unless of my Adam favorite... Sandler's sitting there laughing the whole time. Oh, well, you see, Adam Sandler was never as bad as Jimmy Fallon, though. Jimmy Fallon well, has always been my least favorite cast member. Jimmy Fallon would laugh at everybody. Or Adam Sandler only laughed at Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite Chris Farley skit, and it's probably not a lot of people's, because a lot of people, I think, Van Down the, by the River and maybe uh, like the Chippendales are like two iconics. Um, I really like the the one where it's uh, David Spade, Adam Sandler, and Chris Farley are all playing women. Oh, and, and he's like, lay off me, I'm starving. <laughs> yeah, that's... That one is fucking hilarious, man. It's such a good skit. <laughs> this, this this morning radio show, it's uh, it's the Todd and Tyler Radio, Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Yeah. Uh, they play like whenever they talk about like a fat person doing something, it's he plays that clip like every time. Yeah, <laughs> and I laugh every time he plays it. You're like, lay off me, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> that one and, oh, well, the, uh, do you remember when he came back? It was like after, I think, Beverly Hills Ninja, he came back and he did the El Nino one. Uh, yes. Where he's like, El Nino means the Nino. <laughs> <laughs> he was dumb. Oh. oh, he was so dumb. So good, though. Gosh, he was uh, taken away too early. <laughs> yeah. He idolized oh. John Candy a little bit too much. Yeah, dude. And Candy, Candy was fucking hilarious too. And to think Candy was never on like SNL, like as a cast member. He could have been. Like he was he was a funny dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's funny that like some people that are like super funny never made cast member, but they like tried out like uh Steve Carell tried out for Saturday Night Live Saturday, Saturday Night Live, never made it. Uh, Colbert tried out, never made it. Like, well, man, it could have just been one of those things where they just had a bad audition, or you know, there was just somebody, somebody else that had that that thing during that time, yeah. and then they never tried like again. Somebody, yeah, like somebody did something similar. Like, yeah, like you could have you could have Carell, but then if he's doing something similar to what like Farrell's doing, you know, yeah. It's, it exactly. doesn't really, you don't want too many people doing like pretty much the same thing, but that's like Jason Sudeikis. I always love Jason Sudeikis too. Cause he oh, reminded yeah. me a lot of like Will Ferrell who just like did these weird, like, like things. <laughs> yeah. That dude, he just does some strange shit. Oh yeah. I don't know how we got on this. <laughs> it's all right. 
we went from Google Maps to uh, <laughs> to Saturday Night Live. Oh man! So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna transition right into the AFI Top 100 movies this week. We will be talking about the Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. God, I'm tripping over my fucking words tonight. The Steven Spielberg classic and masterpiece, in my opinion, uh, Schindler's List. So, Austin, uh, Schindler's List is a movie about, uh, what's his name, Oscar Schindler? Oscar Schindler. Yeah, and uh, I couldn't remember his first name. But, uh, so, he is a Nazi war profiteer. You know, he's um, using Jewish labor uh, to... Uh, make a profit and at some point he starts developing a heart well I think he's always, I don't think he's like an evil guy ever in the movie um, but he just becomes more aware of what's going on and uh, ends up saving like what 800 uh, 1100 uh, 1100 Jewish people um, so what did you think of the movie uh, it was awesome and sad and exciting and upsetting upsetting (laughs) um like we actually even had a conversation with my daughter about the holocaust and stuff like that um yeah because carla actually wants her to watch that movie yeah um and it's it's just it's just crazy how people could treat other people that way and like like i'm i feel like even in the movie it was tame compared to what it really was yeah, I felt like that too. Like um, there was some fucked up shit in the movie. There's just really fucked up shit in that movie, and uh, like the at the point where um, who is it? Ray Fiennes comes out, and he's you know he comes out in the morning. He's already Stretches. you know yeah he's already killed people, and then he just comes out and pulls up the gun and just starts shooting randomly. Yeah, like. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah, nuts. Um, I thought Liam uh, Neeson... Yeah, yeah, Liam Neeson. I thought he was uh, excellent in the movie. Um, was that Ben Kingsley in the movie as well? Or Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought it was. I couldn't remember. Um, but I thought he was amazing. Uh, the movie almost looks like a documentary as much as it is a you know, film. Yes. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought that as well. Like it definitely has that feel. I mean, and just the way Steven Spielberg used the camera in that movie. I mean, like when they're storming the ghetto and he's literally, the camera's in there with the soldiers. Like it's, you know, you're in there with the, the Jews that were, you know, in hiding. Like it's just, it was crazy. It was it was a really good movie. And it's a really it's the movie is, you know, it takes place over such a long period of time, but it never like it it gives you little bumpers to say this is happening, you know, this is happening, this is happening. Yeah. Uh but it never specifically like uh I never felt like it was like, oh, we've skipped ahead, you know, so many years now or Yeah, it wasn't until the like very end when I mean, you knew the beginning of the war was mm-hmm. kind of the beginning of the movie, and then at the end, you know, he said he he you know he he says uh, for six years 
Yeah. You know, this and this. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy to think that they live like that for that long. Yeah. And to, and then to see, like, the escalation of it. the um, You know, where it went from being, like, you're pretty much, like, all you just have to register. Like, we're not, we're not really they're not really mistreating them that that much they're not killing them openly in the street and yeah and then as it just incrementally increases over time and how yeah. they become so accustomed to that that was the disheartening part for me it was like when the boy uh gets shot and uh uh ben King, he just keeps walking he doesn't even react he's just he's become so desensitized yeah to, to it yeah. People have literally died around him for how yeah. long. Like, that's the crazy thing to me, to see how... how or like the fact that that kid was getting shot at, and he just continued to walk at a normal pace, because yeah. he knew he it was over. Like, he yeah. knew what happened. He exactly. knew he was dying. Or even, like, when Ben... Or not Ben... When, when uh, uh, Fines is, like, you know... He's trying, like he's trying to take what Schindler says to heart. Yeah, like when Schindler's like, no, you know, you know, we don't have, like, you don't have to kill everybody. Like, you can, you know, yeah, you don't have to kill everybody. Like, you can, you can do this a different way. And he, he does it. He like he tries tries to have mercy for like you know a half a day. Yeah, and then it, you can just see it eating at him, having mercy. <laughs> yes, and like he's just so evil. You know that it he it, it's just it's so out of character for him that eventually he just breaks and he's like, yeah, I'm not that person. This is who I am. But yeah, Ralph finds an amazing job too. Like yeah. he played that character as much as I hated that character. Like oh, he yeah. played it amazing. Yeah, like everybody in the movie was amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> the scene where the uh, it's such a heartbreaking scene. Um, when the children are rounded up into the trucks and the the trucks drive away and the parents are like chasing them yeah it's such a sad scene to only be followed by the, the you know the boys that break off to go hide they hit in the yeah like the dude jumped like the kid jumped in a you know a fucking outhouse of shit like it's so so fucking sad oh yeah well and then he jumped in there and there's other kids already in there and they said hey this is our hiding spot Exactly. Like, how fucking crazy is that? Or yeah, when that... they're when they're first getting kicked out of the get, or when they're first getting kicked out, and they they're being forced to go to the ghetto, and people are hiding in their floorboards, and yeah, basically, if you hid, you died. It yeah. was crazy. And like they had like guys with like stethoscopes, like listening to <laughs> like the floors and the walls, and yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's just, it's a crazy movie. Uh, like I said, to, and then to be wrapped up in the idea, like, no, like you said, this shit happened and it probably happened at such a more brutal rate than he even showed. Oh yeah. And like, I mean, just the fact that they just would pull somebody aside and shoot them in the head. Like, yeah, that's crazy. But like that shit happened, you know? Yeah. That. So that's that that part makes me sad. Um, I think about the scenes with fines where he sh- he shoots twenty five people around the guy that did something wrong. Yeah, he like, not the guy that did every- something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> he shoots everybody else around him. Yeah, I was like, that's fucking nuts, man. Like, there's a there's a level of um 
I guess just insane. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but even so, there when Ralph Fiennes was in the wine cellar with the with with the with his uh, maid lady. Yeah, and he's in love with her. Yes, but he doesn't see her as a person either. Yes. And he's trying to talk himself into the fact that she is a person. And then when he starts to get close, he's like, no, you're not a real person. Yeah. They truly didn't see the Jews as real people. And that part is nuts. Yeah. And I told Jamie because she watched, she watched it with me. And at some points I was like, it's crazy to me because you'll watch, if you watch anything about like the civil war or slavery, it's like the same thing. It's it. I mean, it is exactly the same thing. Like slave owners didn't believe black people were, you know, fucking people basically. Yeah. But they were good enough to sleep with, but they weren't people, you know? And that's the same way that Nazis treated the Jewish women. Like, Oh, you're good enough to sleep with, but you're not really people. Yeah. It's fucking it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's sickening. It's, it's just insane. Exactly. I can't, I, 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 it, that kind of mentality baffles me, so I don't even know. I, I don't even know yeah. at all. I just think the movie's beautifully shot. Um, oh, it is. It is, and I've, like I said, I hadn't really seen it. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I knew the story. Um, Spielberg does amazing work. Yeah, this movie is one of his best. Like, yeah. it is visually beautiful. Yeah. Um. I see why it's a top 10 movie and I completely agree. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Visually. I love the black and white um, that he decided to shoot it in black and white. Cause it adds a, um, you know, it really does add to the movie rather yeah. than distract from the movie. Um, and then he uses color. Yeah, you get, there's four, four instances of like a color flash throughout the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, it's like at the very beginning, the very end. Yeah. And, and then then the girl in the red jacket. The girl in the red jacket. Twice with the red yeah. jacket. Which like is super sad. Yeah. Such a, such a sad. I mean, and that's, me and Carla actually were just talking about that, you know, and it just shows, you know, having her walk through the streets with all of the Germans all around her, and mm-hmm. all you can see is her red coat, and it just shows her innocence in the whole thing. Yeah. And then to see her. On that cart. On the cart, you know, like an hour later into the movie. It's just crazy, and I mean, it just shows that there is, you know, innocence means nothing in that time. And I feel like that's the point in the movie when Schindler really, the turn in him really happens. Like, he's not an evil person, he just sees this as a time that he can profiteer. Yeah. But, like, once he sees that, that's, like, the turn in him. Exactly. Um, so let's talk about, uh just the ending a, a little bit you know like um like when he starts going through like when he's like i could have got he's like why'd i keep this car that's yeah. 10 people why'd i keep this pin that's two people I, that scene probably is like one of the best ones just because when he's like he's like this is two people no he would have gave me one he would have definitely gave me one well and like, he's like he i wouldn't have got two goes, but i could have got then he goes this is one person yeah like it hit him that Literally, that pin that he had been wearing is worth one person. Like, yeah, that's how little life meant. Yeah, 
Like that's like, that's like a whole nother level of that movie where you're like, this is the this is fucking sad. And then again, it brings you to reality where you're like, this really fucking happened. <laughs> well, and then like, so Carla was watching, or we're watching it. And Carla's like, that's kind of out of character for him. I said, yeah, he's having basically a mental break right now. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, he saved eleven. He's realizing he's like, I saved a lot of people, but I could have done so much more. Yeah, if I would have just done things differently. Or before, when he's even, you know, he's like, I realized what about, I was doing. Yeah, he's talking about I've wasted so much money. I've just, you know, I've, yeah. like even when he's doing that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, like even though you've done this great deed, it's he's just still feels guilty that he could have done more. Exactly. When that dude goes to Auschwitz, though, I was like, holy shit, like, because I forgot that he did that. Yeah, is he like? And I was talking to, or, you know, me and Carla were talking. I said, you know, if he didn't have money, he would have been dead. Yes, because he he talked to the German soldiers like he was above them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's a good thing he had money, and then when he like dro- drops the diamonds on the on the table, he, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like he's like I could have you arrested. He's like I have friends in high places. <laughs> he's like he's like you know I have friends in high places <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, man, this guy has like the balls. Like he's he's got big balls. Like he gets he gets arrested for kissing a Jew and literally had like commanders and stuff bailing him out. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking crazy, right? Um and then like all that happens and then you also realize one like these events like happened and then two you're like, "Oh, this was a real person." That had a yes. real outcome that really affected what what do they say like six thousand descendants? Yes, because of him, all not just those people lived, but then they had children, and those people had children, and that is crazy. Yeah, like exactly, like that one man had that effect. Yeah, that's cool. And I, and I even love the ending when like he takes like Spielberg takes the time to actually show real survivors. And, like, I don't know if a lot of people would do that. Like, take that time. Yeah. Well, and he showed real survivors mixed in with the cast. Yes. Yeah, that was that was very that was interesting. Cool. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that had to be real humbling for the cast. Yeah. Um, but then on, I liked the very last shot of, you know, Liam Neeson placing the roses on, yes. or the flowers on, on that uh, tombstone and then just standing there. It was really... Yeah. You just brought it you, all home. You can see a shadow and it pan like it, the, the shot is so wide that you can't really make out who it is, but you know who it is. Yeah. Like, oh, I love that. I, I love that. The movie's great. If you haven't <laughs> watched, I mean, if you haven't watched Schindler's List, go watch Schindler's List. I I, I don't think we can say more good yeah. things about it's, it. It's, it's, it's beautiful. On Netflix, so if you have Netflix, go check it out. You don't have an excuse. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it is long. Yeah. Um, it took we we watched it over a few nights because uh you know it's long <laughs> i watched it over two nights um just because i had to um like we had i had something to do on saturday and then sunday um so i had to watch it over two nights but yeah it was it's a beautiful movie if you haven't seen it like austin said it's on netflix go check it out yep it's I, a I, masterpiece. I wish i would have i wish i would have watched it before like it yeah 
that was one I wish I would have already seen. It's a movie that has a lot of weight to it, and I don't know if I'll watch it again anytime soon. Oh but no, it's a it'll movie be a that while. I will watch again. It hurts my soul. Yeah, um, but it in really a good does. Way. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah, but but yeah, great movie. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we haven't discussed this yet. Um, but the last movie in the top 10 is the number 10 movie and it is singing in the rain, singing in the rain. So that'll be the next movie we watch for that. We'll talk about next week. So go check out singing in the rain and let us know what you think. Yes. Uh, I'll probably have to, if you want this one, you probably have to go to a movie store or you'll probably or have library. to go to your local library to get it. I don't believe it's on any streaming services it might be on amazon i have not checked that's the only one i haven't checked yet either yep so um but other than that austin what else have you been watching but other than that austin what else have you been watching um Lots of TV. Um, yeah. Over the last about two weeks, me and Carla uh, watched the entire series of Superstore. Okay. Um, so I got her hooked on that, which I already loved it. I've already watched it all the way through, I think twice, and then she watched it with me. So that's, <laughs> that's it's another good one. Yeah. Um, I got caught up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, show's amazing. Always Honey amazing. Pot. Honey <laughs> Pot was so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, me and Carla also uh, watched a show called Manifest, so we've been keeping up on it. That's another that's a show about the people who uh, they go on a flight and it disappears, and then yeah. they show back up five years later. Oh, okay, uh, um, NBC. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's that's another good show. Uh, we're hooked on it. It's kind of a mystery kind of show, you know weird shit's happening and they're trying to figure out what's going on and it's, it's, it's good. Okay. I like it. Um, and then I, mean, I told you it's been lots of TV. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a singing show on right now called the masked singer. Yeah. I've seen previews for it. It's got Ken uh, Jong on it. it. He's hilarious on it. I just don't like watching singing shows, <laughs> but so Carla and Sydney watched it and they loved it. So then, starting in episode two, I started watching it with them. Yeah. And we're all hooked on it, and we're trying to guess who's who, and it's... Because nobody knows who they are. Like, yeah. Basically, you're, the produ- producers probably know, and that is it on who knows who's behind the mask. So, like, Nick Cannon is the host. He doesn't have a clue who they are. <laughs> none of the host, none of the uh, judges know who they are, and they're not really judging them. They're trying to guess. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so far, I've been wrong on two out of seven or two out of eight. I've guessed everybody else. So I'm pretty, pretty happy with myself. Yeah. But you're (laughs) you're also beating a child who doesn't know who most of these people are. Well, and Carla and the judges. And Carla. That's true. That's true. You're beating the judges. So, and who the Jenny McCarthy's the judge, Ken Yong. Yeah. I don't like her, but. And somebody else, right? Um, yeah. Um, Oh, what's his name? My mind just went like blurred lines guy. Oh, uh, fucking Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Yeah. yeah. He's on there. And then Nicole Schwarzinger. I don't know her name. It's, <laughs> uh, what's her, uh, she was in, uh, Pussycat Dolls. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to say yep. that last name. Try either. to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have a clue how to say her name. So yeah, that's the. Anyways, name. Uh, it's it's season season finale is this week, so I'm looking forward to seeing who the last three people are. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh I also watched uh I've been watching the show uh The Orville. The Okay, yeah. I tried to watch the first season, I could not get into it. Yeah, uh the first few I, episodes were a little rough and then after that I got into it and I, I like it. It's it's different. Yeah, I think I expected it to be funnier than it was. It's 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 not. <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's, it's more it, like a Star Trek show than then, like, for those uh, that don't know what it is, it's it's basically like a Star Trek. That's kind of what they're going for. I mean, it's a they're 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 crew on a on a spaceship, and they're trying to they're they're go out and do peacekeeping missions and stuff like that. But it's starring Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, and I guess that's and, why I expected it to be like. And it is funny. There is yeah. funny stuff, but they're more serious about the funny. It's not yeah. like a slapstick sitcom, which is kind of what I was expecting when I first started watching it. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, but it's it's more. It's it's kind of like a Star Trek, but funnier than a Star Trek. Okay, it doesn't take itself as serious as a Star Trek. Exactly. But it's another good one. I like it. Yeah, like I said, I tried to watch a couple episodes. I just could not get into it. And maybe yeah, it's because I grew up on Generations, Star Trek Generations, or yeah. Generation. So the next generation. Yeah. Yeah, That's I thought I I'd give it a on. try, and it was all right. And I just kept watching it, and I just it was one of those I just kept watching, and then now I really like it. Okay. Cool. I uh, I watched. Uh, I was trying to get caught up on some of the uh, Oscar nominated movies because the uh, the Academy Awards just happened this week uh, yes, in, in case anybody did watch didn't know <laughs> I watched the whole thing because I'm a fucking nut I didn't know it was on until the day <laughs> after oh man so this weekend Jamie and I watched uh, well we watched uh, Black Klansman together um, that any good? and uh, yeah, actually, it's really good. want to talk about a movie that will make you mad and happy all at the same time, because it's a definite, it's definitely one of those movies, I, I kind of felt the same way that I felt about Schindler's List in it, where, like, there's stuff happening in it that you can't believe actually happened, like, yeah. um, uh, or, like, how we just treat people in our own country, it's, it's fucking crazy, and, uh, there's points in it where Jamie, I would like pause it or Jamie would look at me and I'd pause it and she'd just be look she'd look at me and she goes, I'm getting fucking angry because of how people are. <laughs> yeah. Like as we're watching the movie, I'm like, yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. Like this is crazy. Um, yeah, that's what I've been wanting to watch. I just hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, the the lead actor in it is I forget his name, uh, but he's Denzel Washington's son. Um he also Acts on the show Ballers on HBO. Um, Which but, I like that show. Yeah, he's he's really great. And he plays Ricky Jarrett on Ballers. Um, he plays the wide receiver. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's really good on that show. He's really good in this movie. Adam Driver's in it. He was uh, Kylo Ren in the new Star Wars movies. Um, like He's really good. In, it's just a really good movie. Um, I can't John David it. Washington. Yep, that's it. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really great movie. Then I decided to watch Bohemian Rhapsody. How was that? I did not like it. <laughs> um, most people don't, from what I've heard. I will say this about the movie. I think Rami Malek uh, did an amazing job playing Fre- Freddie Mercury. Uh, my big problems with the movie are, I think, a lot of problems that other people have. Whenever the music is happening, the Queen music, we all love, or anybody that loves Queen music, you know, really loves Queen, queen music. And whenever stuff like that's happening, I'm completely fine with the movie. Any other time with this movie, for some reason, they decided to make every other member of Queen seem like they were the most well-behaved rock stars in the history of rock stars. And the only person that was a rock star that acted like a rock star was fucking Freddie Mercury. (laughs) Everybody else showed up on time to the studio. Freddie was always late. Nobody <laughs> else liked to party. Freddie always wanted to party. I'm like, there's no fucking way yeah. that he was this fucking like guy that was just so out there that he was the only one in that band that was like, I'm having a good time. And everybody else is like, oh, Freddie, we got to get back to our house. You know, we got families. And he's like... But, you know, like, we're having a party. Nah, we gotta go. We're like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm just like, the whole time I'm like, why do they make it seem like everybody else was so fucking responsible and Freddie was the one that was crazy? Or, you know, he was the one that was like the so eccentric one that, <laughs> like. Because I think that they wanted to, everybody knew Freddie was out there and eccentric and did his own thing. Yeah. Um, And if maybe they just wanted to uh, extenuate that. It's funny because the movie feels like like a Freddie Mercury movie that the the remaining members of Queen were like, we can't, ju- you're, you're not just going to make a movie that's about Freddie. You're going to include us. Like, we are part of Queen and we will be included. And, and I mean, two of the guys that are, I, I think all three members of Queen are producers on the movie. So they had a hand in it. So they made like, themselves look all sweet and innocent. I feel like that's what they did. I feel like they met, made themselves look better in certain lights than they did Freddy. And like that's straight out Freddy's, of Compton. Yeah, like Freddy's not here to fucking defend himself. That's the same thing they say about Straight Out of Compton is that uh, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre made themselves look better in the movie than uh, then uh, easy than than what actually happened. Yeah, and I f- I feel the same way about that movie too. Like. I don't know a lot about the inner workings of it, but it does come off that way, too. It's like they ran easy through the fucking ringer in that movie, making yeah. it seem like he was the only one that was like, like Crazy. he was all about money and, you know, like he was, I'm hoarding it all for myself. Like, like, don't pretend like you didn't make money. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, like I said, Bohemian Rhapsody's fine. Uh, I thought like uh I thought Remy he won best actor. I totally thought he maybe he deserved it. I didn't see some of the other actors in some of their movies, so I was like I'm fine with that. Uh I thought he did a fine job as Freddy, um including when it's not um you know the singing part cuz I felt all it was was lip sync, so I didn't feel like it was that hard. <laughs> I mean, it's just doing a lip a lip sync challenge. Yeah, like um, so it's like, you know, it's not like when, you know, dude played Johnny Cash or dude, or, you know, Jamie Foxx played Ray, like they, they sang, 
this dude was yeah. lip singing. Like, because <laughs> nobody deal. can sing like Freddie Mercury. What well, that—that's uh, that's true too. Because uh, Queen opened the Oscars this year, and Adam Lambert was there, and I think I put up on Facebook. I'm like, this is like watching karaoke of Queen. Well, I know Adam Lambert's touring with them. Yeah, he's Isn't like he? their new frontman, but he's uh, that. Maybe that's me. Like, I would rather just never go see him than watch yeah. a imitation of it. Well, depends on the imitation. Because Sublime with Rome, I would see your Sublime with Rome. They're gonna be in Wichita, and I'm super excited about that. I think. And guess who be... else is? Guess who else just announced today they're gonna be in Wichita? Who? Wu Tang Clan. What the fuck? The thirty six chambers. One of fifteen shows in in the it, that uh, for this year are are all of them other than Doc- Wichita. <laughs> so all of them will be there except for fucking ODB. I'm so excited. That's fucking. And awesome. so is I mean, there was like two thousand. You and Doug gotta go to that, man. I'm going. I want to go so bad. Me and Carla were talking about it. She wants to go. That's awesome. She's like, I don't really know anything by him. I said, doesn't matter. It's history. <laughs> you got to go see him. You don't know when you're going to get that chance again. You may never. I mean, exactly. I mean, to get all of them on stage again, yeah. that's impressive. That's fucking awesome. That'd be a really dope show to see. It was see. Just, just announced today. Oh, yeah. Your wife also said Cardi B's coming. Yeah. To Wichita. I, I probably won't do that one. Yeah, but she run this shit like cardio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean... I guess if I got free tickets, I'd go. <laughs> I I feel like Cardi B would put on a good show. I feel like it'd be a fun I time. I feel like it would be entertaining. I don't yes. care about her at all. No. Um, but I feel like her show would be entertaining. I think it would just be like really fun. It'd be a fun show. It's just fun. Yeah. Like you're not going there mm. for the most amazing like performance, but you're going to have a good exactly. time. Exactly. That's my view on it. <laughs> but yeah, those were the two like movies that I watched this week. Um, like you, I got caught up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And basically, that's like all I got caught up on. I didn't really watch too much else. Yeah, uh, me and Carla were both off on Sunday, and we just sat around and watched TV all day. And then <laughs> about... Or oh, probably about eight o'clock that night. We we're like, "Oh yeah, we should, probably should have watched Schindler's List." <laughs> <laughs> we haven't watched it yet. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> I feel you on that. So then we watched it Sunday night, and then a little bit Monday night, and then a little bit Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it right before I came in here. Hey, at least you finished it. That's all yeah. that matters. It just takes some time sometimes. Singing in the rain's not that long. I don't think it's that long. Uh, it's not three hours long, no. No, it's not three hours long, <laughs> but it should be fun. Um, it's a good one. Let's go ahead and get into some music. Uh, this week, I am playing a local artist. Well, it's a local group. Um, they're out of, I believe they're out of Durham, North Carolina. Uh, the first time I saw them, um, come across my, like, uh, stuff was, um, couple well it was like last year i think when they put out this ep uh the name of this band is 
the materials and the name of this song is x mats see i'm a walking masterpiece half of these rappers don't even amount to half of me it's sad to see these whack-ass niggas spit into average beats step in the park and i can rip them with jurassic teeth back on the throne you can address to me as majesty a pimp to the rap game i'm steady back slapping these lyrical bastards that attack you from the back and leave backstabbers that act bad for the camera cheese Talking through with somebody, tell them to have a seat. Cause a backhander leave that man with a fatter cheek. And I can care less about your status. G, I ain't shook, so save that for Facebook. After me, you'll never find a better mind unless they in the class I teach. And I'll be glad to say he graduated with a rap degree. Take him to school of full faculty. This music leave a taste so real that you smack your teeth. The government will label me as dastardly, so I need to get on them cameras before they capture me. And the country know that there's more to life than cash, you see. Can't you see cash and greedy, the casualties? They wonder how a nigga stay relaxed. Fact is, I'm a fat kid when it comes to bags of weed. Yeah, the fact is, I'm a fat kid when it comes to bags of weed. Ah, uh, the fact is, I'm a fat kid when it comes to bags of weed. The fact is, I'm a fat kid when it comes to bags of weed. Yeah, so, um... These guys like came across my uh, like Facebook feed. I think they were playing at the Cat's Cradle once, uh, like last year, and they were doing a show for their new EP. It's like four songs. I think it's called uh, it's Cartoons, and then and Cartoons. So it's yes, C A R yeah C A R T O O N S, and then and C A R T U N E S. So. So cartoons and cartoons, uh, but I just really like this song. I mean, I like all four of the songs on this album, uh, but this one is the one that I just decided to play tonight. Um, it has horns in it, uh, which I was I'm fully prepared to take shit for. <laughs> I, you know what's funny is when I was listening to it and I heard the horns, I went, "I'm gonna have to talk shit." Yeah, I'm full. I'm fully prepared to take shit for it, but it's also not in punk in in a ska band, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> it reminds me more of like a roots uh, type of uh, like horn section. Um, but yeah, I just really like this song. I really like these guys. They're out of Durham. They're you know a little act, and uh, I think they've got like three CDs out or two CDs out that are, are you know eight and four uh four uh tracks long um and they've been around i think since 2015 i want to say but uh yeah i just like i like what they're doing yeah i i really enjoyed the song um they reminded me actually from a band here in wichita um called Levelheads, and they have kind of the same feel i was actually going to send you a link just to kind of uh, so you can hear it. Maybe I'll play it next week or something. I'll find something from there. I really like the rapping style in it. Like it's it's. Uh, I like that they have the live band. Yes, I, I enjoyed that. Like some uh, of the other songs don't have as much live instruments. That's why I really like this song because you can tell it's live instruments. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, I actually saved uh, their page on YouTube. And I'm going to go listen to more of their stuff. Uh, so it, you check them out. You can go check them out any uh, on Amazon. I think on iTunes on Spotify. The name of the album is Cartoons and Cartoons, and the group is The Materials. Pretty dope shit. Dope shit. 
Uh, yeah. So, I'm a fat like kid it. when it comes. <laughs> I'm a fat kid when it comes, it comes to weed. Yep. <laughs> or what does he say? I'm a fat kid when it comes to a bag of weed. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> like that. All right. Well, so this week, I don't know why. <laughs> oh no! Okay, so there's there's a, a local station here that uh, that plays uh, like plays a little bit of '80s, but it plays '90s and uh, some 2000s like pop and like rap. Yeah, and it played a song by the artist Chameleonaire. So I went and started listening to Chameleonaire, and uh, this song's called "Turn It Up." Give me that million dollar beat and let me show you what to do with it. Who that is? That's the illest rapper chopped and screwing okay. it. Couldn't snatch the game is what they told me, so I'm proving it. Put the truth in Texas with Scott Storch and you got you ahead. Hit and never miss. Rep your click and throw them high. Cause Chameleon is the answer to the game like Alan I. Middle fingers to the sky if they don't like that reply. Cause any DJ that deny is a motherfucker. So give the ladies what they want. Got them racing to the front of the stage to fill a place until the DJ turn it up. Yeah, sound of Revenge, saying universal to get my plaque Rap is dead, so I'ma bring it back Like DJs do when they hear my track Check out my track record They'll say I'm a track record Hotter than a black pepper Now that I am back, nigga You can't get mad if you feel that you in cap fit you Drop the biggest stats ever So don't let that black hit you I'ma show you how to get you shine on Turn it up the DJ playing my song Everybody keep on calling my phone Um, I like this song. I listened to this album a lot when it came out. (laughs) I love Lil Flip, so (laughs) I do too. Uh, Can't go wrong with some Lil Flip. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I I actually went through and listened to the entire album uh, twice this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because when you sent this this track to me, I listened to it and I was like, man, whatever happened to Lil Flip? And then I started going to listen to Lil Flip shit. <laughs> and then I ended up in this like rabbit hole of like chopping screwed fucking music. <laughs> oh I mean it definitely can get in a rabbit hole of that whenever you start yeah. listening to these guys. Like Chameleonaire is a great rapper. I mean he really is. Like on this album he's really great. Um super fast. He can be super fast if he wants. He can slow it yeah. down if he wants. Uh and then like just the mind that he has, like he was like investing in fucking tech companies during the time that he was making all this money and oh yeah like, just he's very smart like, smart just so smart about how he handled his money um and but then he's making just bangers <laughs> like <laughs> yeah no so um there was it actually was tough to f- decide which song yeah um i didn't want to do riding dirty because that was yeah. his most popular everybody um, does ride dirty so I went with I went I went with this one just because it was another one of his songs that was big. Yeah, but not as bi- near as big as Riding Dirty. Yeah, man. And I just think about that time like Lil Flip was so big too at the time. Like I remember Lil Flip at that time I think went platinum without a major label. Oh yeah. And then for him to be on 
you know, Chameleonaire's debut album. Yeah. Huge. The thing is, is like a lot of people don't know who Little Flip is. I yeah, mean, exactly. I mean, it helped that we were in the South, so we knew yeah. who Little Flip was. Exactly. So I remember riding around in my, my, my green Impala listening <laughs> to this album. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when Mike Jones came out and uh, fucking Mo, Mo, Mo was, he would fucking come up to me and go, Mike Jones, who? Mike Jones. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then like a year later, fucking Mike Jones started blowing up all over the place. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's Why like, is he I told everybody you. his phone number. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I wonder if you, if you call that number now. <laughs> I don't know. Was that, was that, was that you and me? And I think it was maybe Glenn that called that number. Yeah. It was like a voicemail. No, I never called it. It was a Mike Jones voicemail. No, it wasn't. Yeah. He said, this is Mike Jones. <laughs> I think it, it was It was like a, I'm pretty sure it was just like a straight to voicemail type recording thing. That was some great music at that that time. And you had Chameleon or you had Paul Wall. Oh, yeah. I mean, the South it. was taking over man, at the man, time. The South, the South took over at that point, man. They fucking... I mean, Houston was blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. Like... But... Oh man, that's such a good time. Like Ti. Oh yeah. Like Ti oh, was yeah. fucking getting big at that time. Like really big at listen, that time. We listened to a lot of Ti. Yeah, we King. We we wore King out, bro. That's actually the CD that's in my CD player right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't listen to my I don't listen to my CD player very often, but. If I ever if I flip it over to my CD player, yeah. that's actually the CD that's in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> the king has yeah. returned <laughs> yeah every, every now and then i flip it over and i'll listen to the album <laughs> oh that's so funny that's so good shit oh my gosh yeah that's oh man that's a, that's a good times i think about those times very fondly yes those were the good the good old days as they say do you remember the good old days kids yes whenever we tell those stories it'll be louisiana and oh five Whenever you remember the good old days when you used to you get drunk with your friends and <laughs> we did that a lot and uh, go to the Mardi Mardi Gras parade down. <laughs> oh man, that was a day. I don't know if we've told that story, but we might have to tell it later. Yeah, we might have to tell that one. Run out of that's time a, tonight. That's another. That's that's a story for another time, folks. <laughs> and with that, uh, I think we're gonna end it here. Um, been I just want to say, uh, hey, uh, to Cody, I, I'm I'm glad your ear's still on your head. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sent him a message uh, when he posted that he was. I'm, I wrote back to him after he put out his podcast. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm glad you're not dead." And then he sent me a picture of him like giving me the thumbs up and said, "I love you." <laughs> so, Cody from the Ran Out of Friends podcast, it does the. Uh, the Cody's corner. He he had a a surgery last week where they cut his cut ear, his ear off, cut his ear off, and yeah. then went in and like fixed some shit in the, his inner ear area. And He's gonna have a gnarly, his, yeah, it's gonna, gonna be a pretty scar. cool scar. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool looking. Uh, I think but you yeah, should keep his glad, hair like glad, it is. I don't know that one. That, that's that might be pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just 
Glad to see you're doing all right. Yeah, glad you're doing good. Uh, I'm glad that I'm glad your friend brought you some Chipotle. I know you sent a APB out on some Chipotle, <laughs> so I'm glad that happened for you. Glad you guys are good. But yeah, that's gonna be it this week. Uh, you can reach us at the uh, it shouldn't be this hard podcast Instagram, Facebook, and it shouldn't be this hard podcast on uh, uh, Anchor. If you want to submit any questions or comments or anything, um, that's going to be it this week. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. And it shouldn't be this hard. (laughs) 